heard the news. Got a brand new show that's breaking all the rules. Started out from VA and now we on the move. From all over the globe, we got something to prove. Came from the bottom, now we at the tippy top. Cause we all we got. This is cold, cold world, but we keeping it hot. And this is clean in the mic, ain't no time to stop. Ain't no holding our tongue. Go get us on the team and we getting it done. Shout out to Travel, girl, you number one. It started with a dream that turned into a vision. The educated new Sound Lounge rocking with your favorite podcast. Wait a damn minute. Listen on all platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Title, Spotify. Y'all know the vibe. Tune in. Welcome to another episode of Wait a Damn Minute Podcast. Today is Thursday, January the 6th, 2022. We in the, what's this, the first Thursday? Yeah, first Thursday of the new year. That's crazy. Awesome. <laughs> Man, time's going by so fast. So tonight we have another fire special episode, and it is part one of three episodes for influential people in Hampton Road. So what we did was we asked you guys who you guys thought were influential in Hampton Road. So you dropped their names in. I mean, here is one of them today. Hey, y'all. So how are you, Miss Katrina? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. Look, let me let me let me tell you something. We are glad that you're excited because we're excited that you're excited that you actually accepted our invitation. Of course. I stalked you at the fashion show. Yep. You <laughs> did. You did. You did. You did. So how so how has your week been? It's been long. It's been long. My son had surgery at the beginning of the week, so he uh, took his stitches out yesterday. Okay. So how how is it? <laughs> He's doing good. He's a character. He's real funny. So he was tired of it, so he's like, bloop, to the bandit off and... It's what? gone. It's gone. Gone. And how many? How many kids do you have? I have three. You have three I, I have kids. Three boys. I have a seventeen-year-old, a fifteen-year-old, and then Ethan's eleven. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! That's crazy. <laughs> oh dang! But anyway, well, I'm glad that he's feeling better. Obviously, that he's he's moving. Can you can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, great. Because it seems like it's a little shortage in your in your headphones. But if not, you can't hear me, then I still can hear you. So we sit beside each other. So we we, we, we actually bosom buddies today. We, we are. You know, we so the same we height. So, you know. <laughs> right. Because let me tell you, I do not like sitting in like high seats. Like when I go out to restaurants and stuff. Because right. it's like, I don't have any foot leverage. I was like, hold on then. I, I can't do this here. Right, right. Feet be numb and everything. Like I'm right here dangling my feet under the table. I feel so tall today. <laughs> Well, see, see how, see how I made that happen for you. Yeah. But, let, but let's get into our um, episode for tonight. Um, can you introduce yourself and let everybody, let our viewers and listeners know who you are? Actually, absolutely. Are. Hey, everybody. My name is Katrina Freeman. I am the founder of Keep Hashtag Keep VA Warm. Um, I provide homeless um, material, I should say, um, hats, gloves, scarves, food, um, clothing housing if they need it, um, resources. You know, I'm kind of the jack of all trades. We do it for all 757, so it's not just for poor. So the city I live in, okay. we actually travel all over 757 to give out these items. Okay. 
So um, I know that you do that, but like, who who are who you I? besides <laughs> besides that? That's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I am, of course, I am a mother, a mother of three handsome boys. Okay. I am a model, a, a full figure model, of course. Um, I'm also a brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. I am a member of the Special Education Advisory Board for Portsmouth Public Schools. Mm-hmm. I am also the chairwoman for the Portsmouth Special Olympics. I am a children's advocate. Wow. Like, um, the list goes on. <laughs> list you goes wear on. many hats. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. And just by looking at you, like, you wouldn't think now... The model, yes. <laughs> but all of this, that, and the third, like, no, I wouldn't have thought all of that. Not saying that you don't look like it, just that you you actually are juggling it well. Put it Thank that you. way. Thank you. So now tell us a little bit about, like, how did you come to keep Virginia warm? Like, what? Hmm. Is, it, is it your passion or you saw, just saw somebody one day and was like, oh, let me help? I did. I actually was following a friend of mine who um, was going to be on today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was following her and I was helping her a lot. Okay. And then um, I just wanted to do more for our city, more for Virginia, period. And um, since COVID, there's been a lot of um, homeless individuals. We're seeing a lot of them. people are losing their houses, you know, right. and there's um, the, the numbers of the homeless individuals have gone up. So um, we were out, my son and I, we were out and we saw someone on the ground sleeping and they were wow. in... Um, Blankets, they were wrapped in blankets. And my son asked, you know, mommy, why is he on the ground? You help everybody else. Why can't you help him? So, like, he put me on the spot. Right, right. <laughs> he put me on the spot and was like, you know, you do so much, but he's still laying there. So um, we went home and I got some items and I went back out to him. And um, it was cold, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we just went out and then I got a phone call that there was some individual sleeping in tents in Norfolk. Wow. Um, and it's been a year. So I started advocating for them. and it turned into something so much larger than I expected mm-hmm. because it just started with just handing out gloves and scarves. Right. Then it turned into me advocating for these individuals who are sleeping inside tents through um, all types of weather, rain, mm-hmm. you know, snow. And I'm outside in the snow, like advocating, like, hey, help them. And um, finally, they did get the assistance mm-hmm. with me running my mouth with a lot of other community supporters that have been helping. Right. So it kind of just, it started with my son challenging me and then now it just grew into something larger. So how long has, how long has, has it been? It's been a year it's this a month. Year. Wow. Well, happy, happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Thank happy you. Happy anniversary. So like when you're out there doing it, like what does it do for you, if anything? Oh, wow. Like it, for me, um, I have such a giving heart and mm-hmm. I got that from my mom. My mom always said that I had the heart to give. And, you know, just being able to give someone something that is going to help them in the long run, like mm-hmm. a scarf or a hat means so much to them. Whereas for me, it's, it means it's nothing because I have right. it, mm-hmm. you know, and the smiles that we get, like they know me by name, like every city I go to, they know who I am, right. you know, regardless of who I'm bringing with me. They're like, Katrina, how does everyone know you? Because I'm always out here. Mm-hmm. They know who I am. They see my face. And it just, it makes me feel so good that I can offer something to them, a momentary amount of happiness you right know? and it means it means a lot to me so now when you're out there are they like have they have some of them ever told you their story as to why they're homeless yes I hear so many stories and it kind of you have to know how to separate yourself and your emotions from right. it because I heard on uh, one story about an individual who lost his mother mm-hmm. he was 19 years old he had no mother father deceased so, and he was out homeless. He was sleeping on mm-hmm. the ground in front of the Greyhound station. Mm-hmm. And we found him housing and he's working. 
And, you know, but just to have someone that's 19 that's been on the streets for five years because he had no parents, no parents and no one to help him. Like he was just bouncing back and forth. So he resulted in stealing and robbing and whatnot. He had been in jail. So wow. when he got out, he had nothing. Wow. You know, and that's just one of the stories. Others, there's a lot of mental illness. Right. There are right. a lot of, but I'm seeing a lot of elderly people out there, people, um, disabled people. Like mm -hmm. there's there's a lot. There's mothers, there um all types, black, white, like we're all out there. And it's it's sad to see so many when we have so many resources, but there's so many people still homeless. Now I've I've been I've been to Norfolk and I've seen well I went well, not too long ago and I seen where they had the tents in the little where they used to bring the buses. Mm -hmm. But now they're gone. So where are those people at? Oh, man, that is one of my pride and joys. So um, I was a pain in their, in their side. Oh, I tell wow. you, I was, like, riding the city and going to meetings. And a lot mm -hmm. of my other friends that were helping, we were writing letters. Um, Lindsay, she's a part of um, Purpose Driven 757. And she actually helped me as well. And mm -hmm. we were writing. We were like, something has to be done. Because right. we were putting them in hotels. And the funny thing about it is the very hotel that we were spending thousands of dollars to house some of these individuals mm -hmm. is the hotel that they're now staying in. So the city wow. bought it. Oh, well, <laughs> the city good. bought it and asked me to come out. I came out mm -hmm. and I was a part of that process, which, you know, everybody's not going to give you your flowers. They're not going to say, you know, oh, well, Katrina, mm -hmm. we saw what you were doing. So we had to do something. Not, they're not going to give it to you. However, <laughs> I'm going to take them because right. I know that we were out there and we were advocating for them. We were writing. We were saying it's some, you have to do something else because after the expiration date of the Greyhound station, mm -hmm. they had no plan. And we were writing again. Listen, the, dead, the deadline is coming. Right. What are you all doing? So when we found out that they were having a meeting at, the, at you know, downtown, mm -hmm. we had to be there. Right. We had to be there. So, yeah. And it seems like they always drag their feet. They wait to the last mm. minute, last second to do something when you when you already know what's going on. Always. And then when you have, you know, people out advocating for them, you know, they're not going to just let you just keep on doing what you're doing. Right. Right. And that's what they expected because, mm -hmm. you know, what they did was I almost got arrested. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse me. I almost got arrested because... um. We were challenging them. So you, you, you were going to be an 811? <laughs> I was going to be an 811. Oh, and um, I would have to explain it to my mom. Like, right. <laughs> but yeah, because um, we were not moving. I okay. got in a tent mm -hmm. and I said, I'm not going to leave from here. They were being harassed and a couple wow. of us um, were ready to stay the night outside with them because they had given them, they had written something that didn't look legal at all and they mm -hmm. were making them leave. So um, the news have been following this, and I haven't even reached out to them. They keep reaching out to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, I'm not moving. I'm not leaving. You know, if you're going to take the stuff, you're going to take me too. Right. And um, I guess they didn't want to put the advocate in jail. Because <laughs> I'm like, Lord, I would cry all night. But yeah, I did. They, yeah. Well, one thing was, about it, you wouldn't move. You were going crying or not. Yes, I was, go go I was going to go. And I, I was willing to do it because right. I felt like the way that they were treating them wasn't right you know they're outside they're in these tents that are getting slashed people are throwing food at them like like it, they're like downtown where they were mm -hmm. there were rats rats wow. where they were and instead of them trying to help 
they kept criticizing where they were, but there was no there was no help. They so started with how a little did bit. they how did they actually get to the Greyhound station? Like what made them what made that the their little place? Well, they got tired of hearing our mouth. I mean, they and then um what they were saying was it was an eyesore. Like them being because they were in Ghent. The tents were all right. right. It was like That's 20 right. something tents mm-hmm. in Ghent, and they were like, no, this cannot be. So we're saying, okay, well, if you're going to make the move from here, what is the plan? Like, what are you all going to do? And the news kept following them and harassing them. They kept interviewing me and going back to getting their response. So technically, I think they were tired of being in the news and, like, people shunning them for it because there were no real resources. There were no, like, there was no contingency plan. Like, you know they're out there. And like you're coming, like some of some of the resources were coming out to service them, to give them medication, but wasn't trying to help them with housing. When you have programs who help them with housing, so I challenged them. So if they were giving them medication, were they were they feeding them? Because some people need medication no, with, the, with the food. We were feeding them, not just keep VA warm. A number of different community service um, activists, like a lot mm-hmm. of people, were out there feeding. They had so much food out there that they were fine with food. We were bringing clothes. Right. We were bringing okay. everything. But at some point, they were like, oh, now you are you all are obstructing the sidewalk. They're not even on the sidewalk. They're in the grass. But right. you're obstructing the sidewalk. So now you have to leave because it's a bane in our side. So you got to leave. So I'm like, so what's the plan? Mm-hmm. What's the plan? You have a shelter that's only taking disabled individuals or the people right. who are not disabled. You all are not taking them. And if you are taking them, they have to be in at a certain time and leave at a certain time. Right. And it's snowing outside. And it's raining. So you're not providing them with anything. So... We replaced tents numerous times. Mm-hmm. Myself and another other community um, partners, we replaced tents. We replaced everything, all of their belongings. They took some of their stuff and they trashed it. But this, <laughs> but this, I mean, this is my thing. Like, why, why do they do that? If if they think everything is an eyesore, mm-hmm. and they and we have these resources, why not get people out there that can help them sign up? And get them what they need. At least if they had to get on the waiting list or whatever mm-hmm. it is, get them their ID, whatever that that they need to get them from being an eyesore. It 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 doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. And and the funny thing about it is they use COVID as an excuse. So because COVID started, COVID happened. Then now we can't touch you. Now we can't come out and service you because it's COVID and we're not allowed to come out. There's and I said, well, there's right nothing wrong with the phone. Like, you know, and some of them didn't have telephones, so I'm out there allowing them to use my phone. So what I did is I know how to register them on the homeless um, hotline. So I mm-hmm. went and I registered. I took my laptop, sitting outside for, I don't know, I think for like maybe four hours, and I registered every person that came out there. I registered all of them. So I'm like, now they're registered, so now what are you going to do? Right. Like, because they said that technically they can't count them as homeless if they don't, if they're not registered, if they're not in the system as being mm-hmm. homeless. I'm like, so how was that going to happen? Because they have to call. They have to call the hotline. And they don't have phones. <laughs> so, yeah, for a, for a long time, no one was coming out there to assist them. But they were coming out there to say, listen, we're going to make y'all move. And they right. did. They forced them out. And then they had nothing. And we put them in a hotel. Mm-hmm. We paid, like, again, to put all of them in a hotel. And we paid to move all of their stuff. Like, everything that they had in those tents that we could get. Right. We had a caravan of people coming to move all of their items and whatever. We couldn't move. The city came and trashed everything and put it in the dumpster and got rid of their personal information, their clothes, anything that we couldn't grab. Yes, they tossed it in the trash. And these are <laughs> who, who, 
I, I want to know if you know who actually orchestrated this. The um the, to put the stuff in the tra in the trash. Yeah. The city did. I'm reading this comment. Where does the money come from that she uses? Yeah. It comes from out of my pocket and a lot of um community. I have a, a big support system. Mm -hmm. So a lot of uh, my friends and family, they support me. I don't get anything from the city. I don't get anything from the state. It is all from my friends and family that support me. So I saw that this. I had to answer that. Wow. That's <laughs> so is no other organizations or, you know, people that are actually dumping money into oh yes i have a lot of friends who do that especially mm -hmm. michelle she was on there um she was my first supporter she mm -hmm. sent me um my first when she first saw that i was going to send me a thousand dollars she's like boom wow. go get what you need right and then i have other supporters like Lindsay, and um she she helped me as well and mm -hmm. like it is so many people if i start naming i'm gonna forget people right of course. but um keisha she helps me a lot and chanel and like Tawanda, like a lot of people help me so much. And uh, <laughs> my mm -hmm. friend that just posted, she helps me too. Like I mm -hmm. get so much support and all I have to do is ask. What do I have to do is ask. All I have to do is ask. But what I do is I, I prefer the objects. You don't have to give me any money. I right. prefer like if I say there's a need, I show mm -hmm. what the need is and you can go directly to the need. So okay. it's not like, you know, I'm just saying it. No, I'm showing you where it is. Right. Come here, meet me here. Like, I love to collaborate, and I've had a lot of support with collaborating, and that's one of the major things. Like, my friend Dora's husband, like, they collaborate with us. They're a military mm -hmm. fraternity, so okay. they've collaborated with us. They come out, so you don't have to give me anything in my hand. Just come out and help. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need the money. I can do it. My, I can The money part, I can do on my own. Yeah. But just come out. Like, come. Yeah, the money's yeah. going to definitely come. But just come out and lend a hand. Like, these people don't just need you to give things to them. They need encouragement. You know, they are looking at, some of them have been homeless for years. And and it's like people like, well, they don't want to do anything for themselves. Well, I've met 75% of the individuals that I've come in contact with are working. So, and they're still homeless? And they're still homeless because they're not making enough money. Like, some of them are taking, like, under-the-table jobs, mm -hmm. you know, because that's all they, you know, they don't, they don't have education. So... What we do is when we go out there, we assess all of those needs and we put them in the right hands of people who can provide those resources. Like if you want to go back to school, mm -hmm. like we had someone to donate a laptop because someone was actually homeless outside in school and they wow. donated a laptop. So, I mean, people are here doing crazy. good work and it's not just me. It's mm -hmm. a host of people who make up Keep VA Warm that right. help me and support me. But there is a need. But you know, we can only do so much. Like right. we need all hands on deck. You know, we need people out there to help them, to pray with them, to talk to them. Like mm -hmm. there are people just like we are. Just that's because right. they're homeless, it doesn't mean that they're not just as important as someone else. Yeah, that's right. Right. Now, like, is what what criteria do they have to meet, if anything? Oh wow. Um, for what was told to me, in order for them to be considered homeless, they do have to call the hotline to be registered, mm -hmm. and they have to technically be outside. You know, if you're living with someone, you're also now people. A lot of people don't know that if you're staying with someone or living with someone, and your name is not on the lease, you're technically homeless. Oh wow! Is that you're technically you're technically homeless? So I mean, so that's, that's why, like <laughs> back in the day, when like, let me let me tell you something, like back in the day, right? right. When we wanted like to get food stamps and stuff, right? We used to tell people like my mom's like write a note saying that yeah. you, I, you know you, <laughs> you provide your own food, food. right? 
You prepare your own food. Wow. So, yeah. you, so, you, so you learn something new every day. Right. Yeah. You have to You have to go through protocol because what I do is I get so many people that call me and ask for money. Mm-hmm. I get so many. like, And you have to, you got to look through everything and see, you know, what's true and what's not. And it's sad that you have to do that. But I have the heart to help everyone. If someone says that they need it, then, you know what I'm saying, I want to help them. But I require them to call the hotline. If you're truly homeless and you really want to help, you have to you have to put in the work and then I'll meet you halfway. You do your half, I'll do my half and we'll meet halfway. But I have so many supporters, a lot of them that are watching. I just keep, I see them pass mm-hmm. that are helping. They've either given gloves or hats or food. Like I never have a need longer than an hour. Like they're right. they're servicing them. So if I have the people that are going to help you, you got to want to help yourself right, too. Right. It's, it's so, exactly yeah. what I was going to ask you. Like has there been somebody that just called have, have you felt though as though somebody just called you just to get money. I did have that through the holiday. And what and the holiday. So <laughs> so I had a, a family that was in the um, hotel mil, uh, military circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had said that her children needed clothes and um, toys. Mm-hmm. So this was something I normally wouldn't necessarily do because that's not what Keith VA Warm does. Right. But I said, okay, I feel led to do it because they had a disabled family. Had a disabled right. family member. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. And I, they said they needed food. So the first day I went and I took the clothes and the toys. Mm-hmm. Right. And everything was good. And the next day I brought the food and all the toys and stuff were gone. What? Everything everything was gone. And the room was so small. Like we had, we had everything wrapped in bags. Like mm-hmm. all of my friends that were helping, people that were helping me shop. We had everything in bags. And when I went back, there was nothing there. Did you, but did you inquire? Like, I did. I asked her, I, I said, um, where is the stuff? Right. She shrugged her shoulder. She was like, and I'm, and I am not even, when I tell you, I, all I could see was the children's faces and I'm like, wow, where are the toys? And she, she couldn't say anything, but I replaced every toy and I made them open in front of me. Right. I replaced everything that I got them. And that's thanks to Michelle. She met me at, mm-hmm. she met me at Farfetch. She's like, listen, go get what you need. And I, we went back and a couple of my other friends dropped off other things. Because there are a lot of families over there in Military Circle at that particular hotel. So mm-hmm. we dropped, we kept dropping off things. But I couldn't let that one situation get me, you know, and discourage me, which it did for a little bit because right. I'm like, that's money that could have went to my kids. I don't you know? know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. If I would have went in there and saw that them toys was gone, then she shrugged her shoulders. She did. I would have lost it. I would have saw the kids' faces, but <laughs> at the end of the day, they're not my kids. They're they're hers. Yeah, my friend so had to grab my, my hoodie part. though. <laughs> so I was like, I probably I probably would have lost it. But see, it, yeah, that's I good did. that you're you're doing what you're led to do. See, yes. that's not my area. <laughs> I know how it works. A lot of people say that because everybody was like, "Oh my God, Katrina! Like, how did you handle it? Like, my I was standing here for like thirty. I'm looking at her like. And my friend grabbed my hoodie and slowly moved me out of the room because I'm like, girl, do you know? Yeah, she, she, like, well, what um, in the world? Maybe she was an addict or something. And she, she was. So, you know, she, she was. She sold it or whatever. She was. So. And that's the sad part about it is because you, you make it bad for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are genuinely asking for assistance. And when I'm asking for assistance, I'm saying somebody took these people toys or these individual toys. Like people look at me like, yeah, right. And I'm like, let me tell you, I got footage. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to keep showing people footage of these individuals, but it happens. Mm -hmm. It really does happen. It it happens. So let me ask you this. So now you're, you're keeping VA warm. Mm -hmm. What does it do to you? Like on the inside, does it Mm -hmm. make you feel like, 
especially after that moment right there, I probably <laughs> had to sit it out for a little while. I did. I did. You I did? sat out for like a couple hours and I posted. I, what I did is I posted on social media because I really honestly felt away. Okay. I did because my son is disabled. You know, everybody right. knows that. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been fighting, 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 fighting. And I'm like, I could have easily been home with my son. And it it really, it bothered me for a while. But um, a friend of mine was like, you know what? You are called to do this. Right. This is your yeah. calling. You are so good at it. Mm-hmm. And this is, they need you. The city needs you. And these people need you. And it took me a minute. And I'm like, but they stole from me. Right. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. nobody likes to be stole, like for somebody to steal anything no, from them. Not at all. And it hurts so bad. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. It hurts so bad that I was in such a funk that my friends were like, yeah, we're gonna come and get you, take you out. My friend Corin mm-hmm. came and picked me up and she's like, it's okay. It's okay. You know, I see what you're doing. And I just, you know, that's why I love my friends so much because like they are, they're what keeps me together. My friends and my support system. And my heart is is filled with so much joy because I'm doing something. Like, there's so many people that are talking about it, mm-hmm. that are poking fun, that are making videos and posting it of people who are homeless but not helping. Right. You know, and it's so, you get scrutinized for it. Like, Katrina, why would you do that? Why do you keep going out there? You know, COVID's out there. Well, I had it twice, and I'm sure. still here. So how, how, yeah. how, do, how does that make you feel when people when people are... I'm not gonna say that they um not supported, but feel like you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. It doesn't bother me because for that one person that feels like I shouldn't be doing this, there's a hundred more who are supporting me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't bother me. Um the first thing that comes to mind is you have to be a very sad individual to not want to see right. other individuals get help. You know, everyone is always saying, like, a lot of people say, well, they are just lazy. You know, um, they want a handout. Well, guess what? There's no handouts to give them. They're not receiving handouts. Mm-hmm. They have to work for it because in order for you to stay where you are, you have to do what they ask you to do. Okay. So, I mean, they're, they're, these people are good people. I love them. They love me. I call it like they're, we're, fam- we're family. family right? Doesn't matter where we go, you know, I consider them my family because if I am not treating them like family, I'm just out there for a picture, they're going to feel that. Right. And they're going to feel that. And that's why I said I really don't like recording when I go out with them because I want Mm -hmm. it to be, you know, I I want it to be spontaneous where they, Mm -hmm. you know, really feel appreciated. And so I just go out and I just do it. I don't really say, hey, y'all, I'm going out. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. Mm -hmm. And I'll just go out because I'll see somebody outside and I'll go. But it's just, it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to, to, combat the negativity mm-hmm. but then you know it's so much positive behind it that it outweighs and outshines all the negative stuff right so now you're you're out there day in day out you had COVID twice yeah. so you didn't even tell me that let me let me put this very <laughs> right here that was a while ago though that's a while ago because <laughs> see I have, I have bad nerves now no that was <laughs> a, while, a get, long the, time ago my nerves get yeah but um first I want to commend you for you know actually being out there and doing what you you know what you're doing and then that you're actually loving what you're doing. And I'm sure that, you know, when you see the smiles on their faces or they do something that, you know, like you say, they, they meet you halfway, then right. they, you see that, they, that they are serious. So I commend you for doing that. So mm-hmm. when those times when it gets, you know, you feel kind of weird, just think about Gam said, keep going, keep, yes, going, girl, yes. keep going. And you got to realize too, you know, all just aside, like we're, we too could be homeless, uh. you know, and I just don't know me mentally if I could. I, I, I 
probably will be, you know, a little messed up in the head too, you know, but um, I'm a firm believer in this. Sometimes people be like, just like you see people in, in the mediums in, in the road mm -hmm. and they have their signs and if they say they're hungry, okay, you're hungry. Okay. I'll get you some food. Right. But I'm not going to give you any cash. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you know, because I've, I've seen people, I see, and it, and it puts you in a like uncompromising mm -hmm. place because it's like, you, you want to help, but it's like, you got a car over there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's just so much right. scamming stuff going on. You it don't is. know. But what I do know is this, if I really believe God laid on my heart to do it, I'm going to do it. Whether they take it and throw it in the street, that's right. on them. Right. You know, right. so I, I kind of like sometimes don't second guess it. So I'd be like, you know what? They're probably, yeah. But see, you you will know. You'll know. It, you'll feel a, a tugging at your heart. So you'll, mm -hmm. you'll know. And you just follow your heart. Like sometimes, you know, we, we follow our heart and it leads us in the wrong direction sometimes. Right. But I mean, that's life. You know, yeah. with everything, yeah. when you make decisions, you know, sometimes it may not be favorable. Mm -hmm. But at the end, like, you're, you know, you, if you know that you're doing something and this is your purpose, you're going to work hard at it. Right. You're going right. to get some bumps. You're going to have some bruises. Like, but I mean, at the end, like the grand scheme of things, like these people who are homeless are now in a place where they can find stability, where mm -hmm. they'll be able to be housed, where they'll be able to keep jobs and right. save money. So all of that wasn't in vain. So That's now right. we're right. moving our focus. Okay. Now we got Norfolk together. Mm -hmm. So now we're coming over to Portsmouth. Then we go to Newport News. Like it's not just one, one thing. Mm -hmm. And then even with um, I didn't even tell you about the tiny my tiny house project. So oh, um, yeah. yeah, we actually have one. We have one that's been sitting waiting for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have one and what is it? She she gonna she gonna, she, she gonna ask you the question. Okay, yeah, because yeah, but go ahead and take yeah, tiny um house. the tiny houses, um a, a couple friends of mine they invest in, they help me. So mm -hmm. you know, we are just waiting to place those. Like I want some in every city. Um, of course they have to be approved, but we have we have like we. I'm gonna take you so you can see. Okay, yes, yeah, that Tidewater. I, I uh, I got yeah, you we're at Tidewater Te Technological Center in Norfolk, mm -hmm. so that's where it is. So how it's sitting there? <laughs> Before we go to this question, how big are the tiny house? Because I watched the show. Right. I used to watch the show, and I was like, oh my god, like I'm too claustrophobic for it. Um. How yeah. how big is? It? <laughs> They're like, they're small, like small huts, but they're, I mean, but it's stand up room, like mm -hmm. tall people can go in it, you know, um, and it's temporary. So the goal is to house the, the individuals who are, you know, outside. Now, please, right. if you have a home, if you have somewhere to stay, this is not for you. Okay. But they're okay. outside and it's temporary. It's kind of, it's like a shelter, but it's theirs. Okay. And until they move and find stable housing, that's going to be theirs. They'll have toileting. They have their own closet space. Mm -hmm. We'll make sure they have food. We'll put them in the hands of other people who can provide um, IDs, birth certificates, anything okay. that they need. So we want to work with the city to make sure that they're getting the resources that they need. Right. It's just temporary. So you're not going to live there for six months. Uh, my goal is to get you out of there in less than two months okay. so that you can, we can move other people in because we don't have enough money to put like a thousand tiny houses yeah. all over the city. And all of the state, but we definitely want to put enough out there so that it's a transition, yeah, so that transition it's helping, housing, right. right? So that it's helping the city aid in the homeless crisis because we are in the middle of a homeless crisis. Like it mm -hmm. is, it is crazy. We have people living in the woods, under the bridges. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, they're they're out there, they're out there. But hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on to that one one second. Go uh, ahead, Miss Go. Get asked a question. Okay, so Faye Mitchell asked a question. Mm -hmm. Um. 
the people, she said, the people that stands in the middle of the street with the signs, mm-hmm. do you think that they're homeless? I can't, ass- I don't want to assume. Like, so basically, I guess she's trying to figure out, like, you know, because some of them, they're saying that they're homeless, but they're really not. So I think she's trying to figure out if they're mostly trying to scam people or if they're actually truly homeless. Okay. Um, I don't go into it thinking that somebody's going to scam me. And if you're going into that with that frame of mind, then you don't want to help. Right. Okay. So if I see them with a sign and God leads me to help them, I'm going to help them. What they choose to do with that money or with the help that I provide with them, that's something they have to deal with. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to help them. Now, yeah, some of the people out there that are panhandling, they may be scamming people. It may. But that's not for for me to decide or to decipher. And I don't want to take from somebody who actually does need my help Mm -hmm. because I'm assuming that everyone is trying to scam. Yeah, some of them are. Some of them may be. But I'm still going to help. I'm still going to help. And you use your judgment, your better judgment. If, you know, if you don't feel led to help them, then they may be God tugging at your, at you saying, hey, don't, don't do it. You know, but do what you feel led to do. That's all I can say. Lead with that and don't just make decisions like knee jerk decisions. Think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, no, I don't go to every panhandler and say, hey, take this money, take this. No, I don't. I offer them because I ask them first, what do you need? I'll pull up to a, pan, a panhandler real quick. Like, what, what do you need? If they say food, I'm going to go get it. Right, right. If they need right. shelter, then I'm going to tell them how to get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just provide you with money. And, then, like, if you need someone to stay, let me take you. Some, let me take you. Right. Now, that's yeah. how you can decipher if they are really truly homeless or really need the help when you offer the help to them. Mm-hmm. If you try that to a panhandler, I bet you, you will find your, your scammers. Oh, yes. Yes. You'll find your yes. scammers if you offer the food, if you offer the shelter, you can find them. They'll weed themselves out. So before we get back to your um question, let's run this commercial right quick. Put the, this is the best commercial ever. Let's go. Yo, listen up, everybody. Have you heard the news? We got a brand new show that's breaking all the rules. Started out from VA and now we on the move from local to global because we got something to prove. But we gonna go ahead and put that on the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't mess around and be single after this. We we're not eating red. No. No, well, I don't know, but let's get back to this cooking. So you thinking if it ain't about to change, you should piss it. Now wait again, man. Wave your hands with it. Wait again, man. Wave your hands with it. Now wait again. Relationships. Mm-hmm. And we know because that's one of the things. Now wait again, man. Wave your hands with it. Now wait again, man. Wave your hands with it. Now wait again, man. Wave your hands with Y'all, that, I mean, that's that's the best infomercial I've seen in a long time. That thing is nice. I mean, I, I mean, you know. But anyway, let's get back to these, town, these tiny houses. So you said it's going to be mostly more so like transitional housing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, going to be there for a certain period of time. So that way it get them up and ready and somebody else can come in behind. And, right. Okay. Right, so right. Transitional. So we'll have a, a number of them. And I was just in the Norfolk State um, Business Incubator Program 
where um, we were able to pitch to investors. So um, mm -hmm. they had never heard of my type of business before. So mm -hmm. I'm praying that someone picks it up and invests so that I can move this forward a lot faster. Like it takes a lot of time and money to put it out and the labor. So um, yeah, that was fun to do. And hopefully, you know, by the summertime, they'll be popping up all over the place. But yeah, we have land. We have some land, but I'm trying to get land in all the cities mm -hmm. so that I can put some everywhere. Hey, Zamir. <laughs> I didn't shout out my nephew. Um, okay, so you're 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 doing the VA, VA warm. Is there anything else that you're trying to get into? Like far as this seems like you kind of got your hand in all over the place. Yeah, a little bit. So, little how, bit. but but before you answer <laughs> answer that question, how are you balancing all of it? First of all. Oh man. Um, again, I'm gonna go back to my support. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of support. Like, um, I I'm so blessed. Like, mm -hmm. I am so I am so blessed. Like, I have come across some amazing women and men, and they just love on me so much. And like when they feel like I need a break, they come and get me. Right. Or I go or whatever. Or they're like, cat, meet me here. Mm -hmm. And I deflect. And okay. I, you know, and I, I talk about, you know, what I'm going through. I go to the spa, love the spa. Like that is my, <laughs> uh, my, my zen, zen moment yeah, yeah. and my candles. My friend makes the best candles. I have two friends that makes me candles that keep me laced in candles Okay. and I light them. And I just take a moment to myself. You know, sometimes you got to do that. I yeah, love to right. travel. So I do that a lot too, but I love my kids. Like they mm -hmm. are my saving grace. Like I can just look at them and. Just the energy that they pour in. And they support me so much. So, I was going to ask you, you know, that. Yeah. Your, your kids actually come out and help you. They do. It's up for Ethan. Okay. Um, For numerous reasons. But my older two, they are so picky. They're like, they're like mom, like, are we going to do this? Are you going to do this? I'm like, listen, this is mine. Yeah. This is mine. You're going to let me run it the way I want to. <laughs> and yes, you can come and help. But yeah, they, they come out. <laughs> They come out um, and they're teenagers and they're high school and they want to help, okay. you know, um, and they help a lot, you know, with with packing the bags and mm -hmm. going out to hand out stuff. They're like my bodyguards. Okay. You know, I didn't like, I think I'm shorter than everybody in my circle because they are so tall. They tower mm -hmm. me. And, you know, just going out, I feel so safe. I'm like, right. Yeah. They got me. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you got to find that, that balance that works right. for you. Right. Like. I am on the go a lot, but I'm also breaking when I need to. Okay. So we got we got another question. Okay, so we have a question from Tanisha Grays. She asks, after the two months, what are the goals for permanent housing? Wow, thank you for asking that question. So what I do, I am not the housing person. Right. Um, what we do is we would work with the city to help provide that housing for them. We would pass them right along to the city once they get in and in hopes that the city will do their part. Mm -hmm. Now, if the city doesn't or if they need if they need more time, then we will reassess that. But my goal is to make sure that we're putting them in the hands of those that can provide those services. Mm -hmm. Now, I have friends that have transitional housing programs. I have friends that have um, other housing situations that right. have helped me with housing people. Okay. So, you know, we are, there's a plethora of resources out there. If the city can't help, then we, we find another way to go around it. There's always a way. It, okay. Right. Okay. And also she asked about training. When you place What's them in housing. 
It depends. Training given. It depends on what type of training they have. Again, that goes back to the resources. Like we are connected with so many people. Like TCC provides training for those that need want to do welding, a customer service, and things of that sort. Okay. So we will help them do that. We're not going to do it for them. We're going to give them the resources and say, "Hey, this is your time frame. I need you to do this, 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 and this." That's in right. order for you to stay here, everybody have rules and guidelines that you have to follow. So in order for you to stay here, this is what I need for you to do. They're going to have a checklist. They have to go, if you have it, register for if you need uh, mental illness mm-hmm. assistance. We're going to put you through where you need, if, if you need to, if you need it, go yeah, get CSB, it. CSP, yeah, somebody. Exactly, CSP. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need this, if you need to, disability, I'm able to do that. I, you know, I have a source training and I can apply for a disability for them, SSI for them. Right. If need be, you got to check in with social services. Like all the services that are here for you, you need to check in with them too because we can't do it all. Right. But, and you, yeah. you're, you're absolutely correct because it's the same thing. If, you, if you're if a child, you your mom or whoever you're living with has rules. Right. And if you can't buy by my rules, then you have to go. You got to go. So you got to go. So now, they are off the, some of them are off the street and they're in the hotel. So what is that like? Because when I was reading the article you had sent, I knew nothing about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they were saying something about the beds were kind of like iron beds or something like they that. They are iron beds, yes. Uh, iron beds means no uh, <laughs> bed bugs. <laughs> right. Oh, no that's bed, why they have No okay. bed bugs. I mean, okay. I, listen, give me an iron bed versus something that I have to, I'm not going to be scratching later. But right. um, I like, I had no, like that part wasn't me. That's all the city. Okay. But from what I understand is that they um are providing those resources for them. You know, if mm-hmm. they, they're working with other agencies to get them jobs, to um, get them benefits if they need it. So there are good things that are happening over there. I think the last thing that I read is like 54 of them are working. Wow. Yes, that's what I read. Yes, 54 of them are working. So there are a lot that's going on over there, a lot of great things that mm-hmm. are happening. And we just have to support. You know, I see a lot of criticism of what they're not doing. But if you see that they're not doing something, guess what? You can go and do it. Right, yeah. Whatever you see that needs that, that needs to be done. That's correct. Go that, do it. That's you correct. know. You got a question, Miss Go Getter? Um, yes. Another question. I love that. Black Goku. I, I don't know the name. Black but anyway, <laughs> they ask, do you see a lot of success stories like after the process? I definitely do. Just like with the 19-year-old that lost both of their parents. Um, a friend of mine is Keisha and I, like, we were working really hard. We were crying. We were like, oh, my God, how are we going to get this baby situated? Right. So we were able to, through a friend of ours, we were able to get him through uh, to Union Mission. And mm-hmm. he started working. And after he started working, he, he has stable housing and has been stable now for about six months. That's and great. a lot of the individuals, like some of the individuals, a friend of mine who has a housing program, mm-hmm. she went outside to the tents and housed some of them. So there are numerous, numerous success stories. Right. They're not, we're not going out there and leaving them. Mm-hmm. When we go and house them, we still ask them what they need. We still ask them, you know, how we can assist. Uh, we're not going to leave them. We're not going to start something and not finish it. Right. We're definitely going to follow them. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot, a lot of success stories, yeah. Okay, and Faye Mitchell also asked, have you ever had to um, ask someone to leave the house? I haven't so had doing what they've been asking. Right. No, I haven't had that yet because the houses are not up yet. <laughs> so we haven't had that. But I have had to ask someone to leave 
from where I was servicing because they were either drunk or um, just belligerent. So, but the thing of it is, like, you can't go outside and be afraid. That, like, right. they will eat you alive. When I go out there, I'm assertive. I'm nice. I'm assertive. But I let them know that I don't play. I mean mm-hmm. business when I go out there. I'm coming out here to help y'all. So if I'm coming out here to help, you all have to respect me. I have gotten in, in between fights between them before, and they've never harmed me. Right. They've never touched me. Keisha and I were out there, um, and, like, they were going at each other. And I looked at them. I said, this is why people don't want to help y'all. Because you are giving them a reason to not want to help you. Mm -hmm. If you can't behave, I'm going to leave. Right. I grab my stuff and I'm walking away and they're running to me. No, Miss Katrina, we need your help. Okay, so if this ever happens again, you're not going to need my help. Because I'm not going to come out here and risk my life for you all. Mm -hmm. And you don't think that my life is important enough because y'all want to fight. Like, there was a knife and all that stuff. It was crazy. These these people are human now. So, you know they're going to fight. So, if somebody's sitting there, you, okay, because you're out there, you Mm -hmm. out here and you advocating for us, you trying to keep us warm, I get it. But he's talking stuff to me. So, yes, I'm going to say something to him. Mm -hmm. I might say, you know what, when she leaves, I'm handling you now. But I would, I would respect you. Yeah. If I find out about it, they know they're going to. Now, see, they they know. <laughs> now, if you ask my friends, if you come out there, they know right. that I don't play. You right. understand me? Like, I would tell them off and stand right there, the shortest of the bunch. Right. And they do not play about me. Yeah. They, like, they have come to my defense. Like, they don't play about me. These guys out there, they love me. You know, yeah. and the ladies do too. But when I say something, I mean it. And I, I look them square in their face, and they know that I've been helping them. Right. So they're not going to jeopardize that by doing anything stupid. Right. And they're going to protect you, too, if somebody else would um, try they to do. have a little issue with and you. And they have. They have protected yeah. me a, num- a number of times when there have been other homeless guys that came out because they get so frustrated. They're like, oh, this is another person that says they're going to help and not. And they'll come and say, no, she's been helping. She's a good one. She's one of the good ones. And then it takes it takes some time for them to warm up to you. Right, yeah. But when they sure. do and you do gain their trust, it is imperative that you don't break it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make sure that what you say to them, you keep the word your, your word. Yeah. Right. Because if you don't, then it's like, okay, I'm going to go back to what I was doing, the robbing, the stealing, all that good stuff. Like they like they are trying to live. And some of them result to that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of them choose to do it the right way and some don't. And then, you know, I could understand, you know, some of them point of view too. If when you were talking about, they, they wanted to try to figure out, are you one of them or not? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm homeless and I'm in a situation and you're saying you're going to help, but then you, but then you don't. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, I don't trust her either. Until, right. You know, until you actually prove it, you have to actually prove yourself to, to them. Okay, so you so you're out. You're you're keeping VA warm or whatever. Right. What are three things that you would want to change um, if you could change something about keep VA warm mm-hmm. or in general? And, um, yeah. I would like to change people's aspects when it comes down to homeless individuals because everyone thinks that they have it figured out. Mm-hmm. Like these people are, they're lazy. Like I said before, they're lazy. They don't want to do anything, which is not true. A lot of them just need help. A lot. They just need help, and I just want people to change their 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 way of thinking right. when they're going into trying to help these individuals. If you go in and thinking that something's bad is going to happen, something bad is going to happen. Right. Just change your change your frame of mind. 
Um, secondly, I wish I had all the money in the world. <laughs> like KVA Warm has so much money so I can house everybody. Right. You know, I want to. I want to just go and just do a clean sweep and just house every every person. I know that I can't do that. Right. I know I, I know I can't. Yeah, but as soon as you do that sweep, as soon as I do it, come. somebody will come behind me and mm -hmm. mess it up. But I do, I wish I had more, more funding, not even necessarily funding, but more resources to be able to help a lot more. Right. It doesn't even have to be monetary. But like we, they always need food. They always need clothes. Like I just want to be able to go to my storage, and someone says I need a size seven shoe, and I can go and get it. Right. You know, um, that's one thing. Um, the, so you, yeah. I, I mean, you mentioned you have. So you do have a storage. I do have a storage. Yeah, okay. yeah. They need something. Um, thankfully, one of my Facebook friends paid for it. Wow. Yeah, see? she's been paying for for see? a whole year. See how, see how it works because because <laughs> yeah. you're being blessed to somebody else. You're yes. She she paid for it. And the funny thing about I have never met this lady a day in my life. And she's like, oh. um, you need a storage? I'm like, yeah. And mm -hmm. she and I have stuff in there so I can go and I that's where I put all of my stuff, items right. and you know, I can even store items for some of the individuals if they lose their place, mm -hmm. then I have enough space to store some of their stuff. So um, but wow. yeah, I have a and it's a clothing closet. They can go and get clothes, they can go and get um toiletries. So I have enough. Enough mm -hmm. to provide a lot of people. Thank God. Um, you said the last thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, that's two. That's two. I don't know. Um, I just, I, yeah, I'll I tell you this. Um, while you're actually thinking, it's just you know, like we have to be grateful for mm -hmm. everything because just because we have it yep. today, like I said, don't mean you're gonna have it the next the right. next second. So, and you have to be careful how you treat people like that because you never know. Right. They may, you know. You may get down. They may be up. Right. And be, right. And because you treated somebody a certain type of way, you got to realize whatever you put out, you get back. Right. Whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. You're you absolutely know. right. Um, so <laughs> have you ever, why are you still thinking on that third thing? Do you, <laughs> okay. Do you know yet? No. Okay. <laughs> um, have you, have, have, when, when they're out there and they're homeless, do they have kids? Um. Yeah, some of them do. <clears throat> um, some of them do have children. And the saddest thing is that when they call the hotline mm -hmm. right now, all the shelters are full. Wow. So what do you do? So me being me, <laughs> I house them as long as I can. But then I try to encourage them to, you know, bunk up with a family member. Mm -hmm. um, I tried the best. Like, I'm only one person. Right. And then right. I reach out to some of my friends and give them, you know, the individual's information. And, you know, we try to help them. But there are a lot of families who are in hotels. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, they're doing the best that they can. You know, I don't ask. I don't pry, you know, about what happened or how they got there. But, I mean, there are families out there. There are a lot of people. They look like us. They mm -hmm. look like her. Like, they're right. him. We're out there. Um, and it's, it's sad because it's, it's cold. Right. And there are people who are in cars at night at show at different stores, Walmart, mm. different places that are sleeping outside in their cars. Wow. Yeah. What's My friend helps a lot with that. Um, Antoine Hines, he does, um, a, a ministry in the morning mm -hmm. and he goes to a parking lot and there are a lot of people out there in their cars. Wow. Oh, wow. What's your question, Ms. Gogan? Okay, I have a question. Do you, okay, what do you need now? They want to know, like, is there anything you need now? 
Oh, that is a awesome question. Um, <laughs> Let's give us yeah, an awesome answer. I'm going to give you an awesome answer. <laughs> um, monetarily, I prefer not to take in any monetary donations. Um, it's not that I'm, I have issues with money. That's not the thing. I just want you all to see where your money's going. See where it's going. Yeah. Um, it is the winter time, so we do need hats, gloves, scarves, glove warmers, um, coats. We are doing a coat drive on the 17th, so we'll be okay. giving out coats, gloves, all the warm necessities. We do need snacks, um, waters, like uh, non-perishable items, mm -hmm. things with pop tops that they can, you know, easily get into. Those type of items, um, socks, underwear, um, toiletries, things that you would all you all use on a day to day basis. Those are the things that we need the most. Um, but that we actually waste. that we actually we. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, things that we take advantage of, like being able to change our underwear, you know what I'm saying, like mm -hmm. right. that, or, yeah. uh, you know, changing our bra, or changing your socks, or wearing a new pair of shoes, or, you know, being able to sleep with a pillow, mm -hmm. you know, oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying, like those small things, or, you know, you know how we love our snacks, you know, like... Right. When right. you don't have something, like, I don't, in my pocket. I I don't have any. I normally have a snack, honey. I have a snack queen. <laughs> Might be in my book bag over there, but yes. But we 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 forget how blessed we are when that's we're right. able to go to our refrigerator right. and pull out pull out some water that somebody gave us. Or you know what? Or, or even or even <laughs> complain. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah we do. I don't, who done drunk all this soda? You know, and, <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely, right. definitely. You got another question? Okay, and. Ida Chesson wants to know, where will you be on the 17th? In the seven cities. <laughs> We're going to be all around. Anybody that needs a coat that is outside, Hampton, Newport News, Chesapeake, Norfolk, we are coming. We are delivering. We are going outside on foot at every location that we've seen homeless individuals, and we will be giving out those items. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so you, basically, you're going to Suffolk now. I'm coming to Suffolk. To Suffolk. Like, I've been to Suffolk. <laughs> and I tell you, like, Suffolk scared me, honey. But, uh -uh. Yes, Suffolk scared Hold me on. too. I listen. know you ain't sitting in Santa and you staying where? Yeah, I stay in Portsmouth. Like, they're going to go to Portsmouth. No, Suffolk scared me because when I went to the bus stop that's over there, like, some bus station over here, nobody told me not to go at, at night, right? Uh -huh. So I'm going at night and I'm seeing people move around. And I'm like, uh... Where are these people coming from? Like, what in the world? Like, nobody gave me, like, Katrina, they, they're everywhere now. When you go out there, just have your eyes open. And I called out. I was in the middle of the street, and I said, I'm, I'm out here with food. Like, shake it because it was so dark. Like, I was like, where where are the lights in, in Suffolk? Right. So did you go out there by yourself? <laughs> no, so you didn't coming for suffering then. We were doing good. <laughs> yeah, I'm see, like, we, in, this, in this area, there were no, no there were like, yeah. no, there were no lights. So, mm -hmm. and yeah, I did go by myself okay. because somebody had called me and said that there were some homeless individuals outside and they okay. told me where, and I'm like, y'all going from Portsmouth. So I don't know anything about this area. All I know is people were coming out like uh, Michael Roaches. Jackson, the little <laughs> zombie thing, like uh thriller. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I got out of Dodge real quick. I'm like, mm -hmm. I will not come out here in the dark. And I didn't have my glasses on because I prefer my lashes. So, oh, and I can't see. You weren't doing good. So, I won't, I was suffering, y'all. It <laughs> wasn't that I was afraid of the people. It was I afraid that I could not see in the dark. And folks was just coming behind me. But, um, okay. but yeah, we, we, we're everywhere. Okay, so another question. Her name is Michaela Pope. I think that's I, how you pronounce yes. it. Uh -huh. She wants to know, what is the address um, so she can send an Amazon truck. 
to with her donation. See how God works. Jesus. And uh -huh. um, Ida also wants to know, like, is do you have like specific locations in those cities I where you do. would be? We do. Um, if y'all want to, y'all can go to my um my page. I do have a page. It is Keep VA Warm on Facebook, and you all can inquire there. But normally, where we go, um, is like places people don't want to go. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. the corners, the um, the dark alley places, like the bus stops in Norfolk, under downtown, right under the bridges. We right. go everywhere. P places that, like I said, places that people don't want to go. That's where we go. Now, as far as the address, if you want to send something straight to the um, the center, because that's what they call it, mm -hmm. then um, I can put the. I don't know how I would give you the address. Yeah, you can, can give it to me. And I'll, I'll give it. I'll but give the I'll, address. What I'll do yeah. is I'll actually put her in contact with you. Yeah, that'll work. That'll that way, work. I don't want there's no miscommunication. Yeah, it will end up. Nah, it ain't, it ain't gonna be that. It ain't you gonna know, be that. <laughs> end up over here. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, yeah. Saying? I mean, if it is over here, we can come pick it up because yeah. I mean, we can go out there together because we need to do that. No, that's yeah, right. we need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We gotta do yeah, that. We, we do, we do. Yeah. But um, okay, so you out. You're you're keeping VA warm. You are balancing all of it. Um, you still haven't came up with that last thing yet. I haven't. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I the, the if I could change anything about my, I'm, I'm gonna say about myself. I'm gonna take it mm -hmm. for myself. If I can change anything about me. It's it will be be like listening to discern, discernment a little bit more. Gotcha. You know, like we have it. We mm -hmm. know what to do and what not to do. And I am that girl that's like, I don't care. I'm gonna do it anyway because I am a cancer. So, you right. know, we if we see something, we're going to go for it, we're going to do it. And I just want to be able to um, to discern and, and and know that, you know, this person is who they say they are. Right. And, you're, you know, that just that. And that's just me internally wanting to help everyone. So, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just that. But, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. So um, <clears throat> I wanted to know, um, do you have any pet peeves? Oh snap! Don't <laughs> lie to me. Like, if you can't do something, mm -hmm. like, don't volunteer to do it. Right. You know, I've had where um people have said that they are going to provide something, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let you do it. And we mm -hmm. get out there and say it's something we really needed, like gloves or whatever, right. and we're out there without it. If you can't do it, it's fine. There's a number of people that can, but please, men, women, children, boys, girls, please be a man. Or a woman of your word. These right. people are hanging on that stuff. That is, oh my God, don't lie to me. And don't stand me up. Right. Don't have me at your house and you are in New York. I've had that happen. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. You told me to come to your house. I'm at I'm here. Yeah. And like, you're not where, here. Like, where are you? Like, wow. Or if you ask me to meet up with you and then you change it. And I'm like, people, listen, I'm out here doing doing God's work. Like I don't mm -hmm. have time to be coming to your house and you're not home. Yeah, because okay. you, you're, 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 <laughs> when you when when you're doing that, you may be helping somebody else. My, yes. you, you could have been providing for somebody else. Exactly. My got, time is valuable, just like yours. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey. You got another question, Ms. Go Get? That's yes. right. Tanisha Grace want hey. to know: um, Can her nonprofit cook or provide food? Tanisha Grace, you know shoot? you know me, so you can do whatever your heart desires, girl. I love you. You know, Kiwi <laughs> One loves you. Do whatever you want, girl. <laughs> okay, that's 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 cool. Um, now what do you see yourself in the next five years? I back here telling you how successful I was, thanks to y'all. <laughs> that's, that's that's one. 
Um, in the next five years, I want to have my own, like I'm already working on it, but mm -hmm. my own shelters, like a number of them throughout the city, not only for, because you see a lot of shelters that are either men or either women, right. either children with uh, people with family. I want to have shelters that is all encompassing. Like I want to have a shelter just for men, a shelter just for women, a shelter for um, foster children. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to have so much because there's need in every area, in every aspect. And there's definitely a deficit. You know, if the, if the shelters are full, then what else are we doing? Mm -hmm. So I wanted, I, that is what I want in the next five years. I want to have at least one in every city that is all encompassing. You know, if it's, I know that everybody can't be under one roof, right. but I know like if I'm in Norfolk, maybe that'll be the family shelter and Portsmouth, maybe Correct. that'll be the individuals, you know, the homeless individuals, but I'm definitely going to own a couple and I, I, if I say it, I'm going to do it. So you're going to make that, make that your, your full time. That is my uh, eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Okay. So Ida wants to know how can someone become part of your service? Uh, to receive or to, to volunteer? Receive to volunteer. or volunteer. We are always looking for volunteers, baby. Like, you know, uh, we would love to have you, Miss Ida. Um, all you have to do is go to keep VA warm. If you, Type in on Facebook, keep VA warm. You're going to pull me up. You're going to see a lot of articles, um, but you'll definitely be able to pull me up. You can hit my inbox and we can we can uh, arrange up. something. We can leak something. But I definitely am all for volunteers. Like, I love it. Um, it it's just just seeing so many people out helping it, and not just one person. Like, I'm, I'm only one person, but I love to have help. Yeah, you know, I, I love people. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, so you you're you're out and you're... Like I said, you keep keeping us warm. Yes. Now, what do you now? Is this just for the winter months, or do you help like all year round? All year, because I did like water in the summer, like it was mm -hmm. sweltering. Right, so I was doing water, so I help all year. I did keep VA warm. It, that kind of came about because it was so cold, and I'm like, okay, well, let me let me just this is what I want. It just mm -hmm. came to me. And then uh, a friend of mine that makes my T-shirts and designs all of my stuff, like he made my logo and I just stuck with it. I ran with it. So okay. like every time I'm out, I'm wearing his shirt, wearing something to advertise because this is me now. You know, right, it's yeah. like this girl that, you know, was a, like had self-esteem issues and now no, in no front way. of people. No way. <laughs> yes, it's no did. way. There's no way possible oh, you had self-esteem issues. I did. I did. I did. Once upon a time. I did. I was wow. not very confident, not mm -hmm. as confident as I am now. And I never thought that I would be in front of people talking about myself. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm okay talking about you and how it can help you, but not about me. Right. Yeah. You know? it's, it's a thing of, you know, just like you say, you know, you have to give people their flower while, while they're here. Right. You know, right. and if you're out and you're providing something for somebody that is something can be something so small to mm -hmm. us. But to them, it's a big deal. Right. You know, right. and then you're doing it from the heart. It even makes it better. Right. You know, okay, so you're now, I got to ask you this hard ah! question. Do you have a personal life? Nope. You know? I knew it was coming. <laughs> I am very much single by choice. Like, okay. I get that okay. so much. Like, aren't you lonely? 
Now, Hold on, now, now you get that from the people that, that you're helping? I get that from everybody. Okay. Like, but listen, the, the homeless guys, they be coming at me now. Yeah, I'm sure. Every time I'm out there, yeah. like, oh, you so beautiful. Rub up on me and everything. I'm like, listen, you can't afford me, honey. <laughs> you know, when you're stable, maybe, you know, yeah. give me a ring. But right now, you can't, you can't afford me, baby. But um, no, I am not dating. I don't have a significant other. I've been single for a while now. Okay. And um, I'm content. Now, do I, would I like to have a personal life mm -hmm. sure like right <laughs> not right now not i don't right want it like I, i'm not i'm not the marrying girl like okay. you know i've never been the marrying girl um i'll chill with you yeah but I, yeah i don't other than that yeah. other than that that's okay. as far as it's gonna go so now okay now um i have enjoyed <laughs> talking to you is that is that another question that's gonna get it well i have enjoyed talking to you and i could talk to you all day long yes. and you're, you're making me actually want to <laughs> inquire about helping um i'm just not as you did already yeah i did i did i did i did, I did. but you know just getting you know um because me i'm I like to talk to people and find out well why or what's going on, like to get in their head. Right. Um, so I, I'll probably be, you know, asking more questions like I'm a reporter I, or something. Because I we go, um, I do that a lot. They ask me a lot, so I we need that. Yeah, we need that because you you know you learn a lot about a person, right. their situation, and why you know they. And I feel like when you do that, you can make maybe you can understand right. a little better versus you know trying to judge them. Right off the bat. Right. Right. Um, and they're, they're open to that. They will be open to that. And I said I wanted to do a project where, um, you know, we do a story or a movie about this homeless epidemic wow. because, like, I feel like it will bring more attention to it, mm -hmm. you know. And I don't want it just to be something like something fluff, but I want I want the world to see what these people are going through, what you know, seeing it through their eyes is mm -hmm. different. Me saying something and me telling you, but you actually seeing it for yourself, seeing how they live, seeing how they yeah. bathe, seeing what they do to get um, personal hygiene items. Like, people are running. Like, I really do. And I think that's where you're going to come in at. Okay. Well, well all righty then. Um, but be before we... Um in this conversation, we always ask, well, no, I'm not even actually anymore. I said 2022, we're not going to ask that. Your experience on Way to Game in the podcast, like, how has it oh, been? Man. Like, and you don't have to lie. I like, I, I'm, I'm not going to beat you up or anything like that. I hope you know, not. So we the same so, height. That'll be fun too. <laughs> <laughs> so, just be honest. Just be honest. Let yeah. me tell you. Like, I told you I was stalking you already. Like not in a bad way, y'all, but yeah, I like I knew who you were, and when I saw you, I was so starstruck. I told you that. Yeah, you did. That I was you so did. I was like, oh my god, I follow you. You was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I felt so like I like for real. Seriously, I was so starstruck. But you all have to feel the energy that's radiating. Like you have to be here to feel this energy here. This vibe is right. nothing that I've experienced like on any type of podcast. I don't think. But anyway, but, uh, <laughs> that's not important. That's not important. But I'm telling you, like, this vibe is amazing. Like, you are awesome. Like, I felt welcome when I came into the building and I wasn't lost but was lost. <laughs> Standing outside the door. You know, like, you know, leading up to it, you all were in the inbox, very right. inviting. Um, this is not an experience that I'm going to forget. Yeah, definitely. You know, this is such a huge thing for me. Like, y'all are 757. Yeah. 
Yeah, y'all right, are yeah. the podcast of 757. All right. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. just telling you. Like, we see y'all at, yeah. y'all are everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. So this right here, like, not just saying it because it's y'all, but when I tell you, like, I'm so comfortable. I was nervous. You were? I was nervous when I came in. I'm like, girl, they're going to ask me something. I ain't going to be able to answer. I'm going to be fumbling with my questions. But it is so, like, it, the flow is natural. Yeah, it is. Like, I love it here. Like, you know, yeah, invite me again. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. We, we definitely invite people back for update stories. And yeah. that, you know, the, the key word there that you said was experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what we always want people to have an experience that you won't forget. Right. You know, so when you out and you go to your next podcast, you know, you learn a little bit from here, a little bit from there. But right. just know that it was only one way to get a minute podcast. That's it. That's it, right? We the hottest podcast in the 757. Okay, say it again. What you we the hottest podcast Listen. in the 757. That's wait a gam minute. Wait a gam minute. Okay. Wait a gam. Don't get it mixed up with <laughs> mm-hmm. it's wait a gam. That, with a G. Right. Not a D. Right. G. Of course. Of eh. course. So, Miss <laughs> Logan, what did you take away from tonight's episode? I took away, I'm not doing nothing. It you know does. It does. It made me like, like I'm not doing a thing. I have to get out there and really help too. And, you know, and also, like she was saying, you know, it also would change your perspective, too. When you get out there and you really see them and talk to them, you know, and normally when you see someone homeless or they walk past, and um, which I see every day, you do feel a little nervous or scared, I would say. But they're not really paying you no mind for real. But due to the fact you don't know why they walk in the street or why they're standing there. It makes you nervous and you instantly get scared. But the whole time they just, you know, they just trying to hang out. They really waiting for you to go so they can lay down too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, you know, I, I really feel like I'm not doing anything. So I'm going to have to talk to you after this too. I would love that. Yeah. I <laughs> so you might be picking up a whole lot of people today. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. come on now. And that's the, you know what though? I think about it like even when we had hundreds um, of names people drop. And some of them were duplicates. But when I was looking, first thing I asked was, what were you doing in the community? I don't care that you own five homes, you're a realtor. What are you doing in the community? Because I felt like if people in the community are saying that you are um, an influential person to them, why? Not because you're making money. Why? Like, what are you doing for the community? So a lot of people that I asked, they couldn't come back with that. So that's why I asked you, like, and you and you start rolling it out. I was like, well, God dang, I can't even keep up. You know, but it just, it just, it really made me think too, like, Miss Go Getter said, ah, I'm not doing nothing. You know, and a lot of times people think because you put your money there, that that's it. Yeah, that is, but that that is that's, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like you said, that's being there. Right. Right. You know, so um I, I commend you. I, you know, I have a lot of respect for you and I pray that um, it gets bigger and bigger, you know, um, that whatever your vision is that God, uh, he, he makes it happen. And he's going to do just that because as long as you keep doing the way that you're doing it and the, and the manner that you're doing it, he's going to bless you. Thank you. So I just hope that whatever it is you ask for and in need of that, he continues to Thank you. To, Thank to, you. To make it happen. That is awesome. I pray the so, same for you all too. Thank you. Thank you. So we're gonna end it with our theme song. We're gonna get on out of here. And if you don't know it, you can bop. You bop. I'm a bop. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, listen up, everybody. Have you heard the news? We got a brand new show that's breaking all the rules. Started out from beyond.
From Luca, the club, but we got the proof. Now we at the tippy top. Cause we all we got. And we keeping it hot. On the mic, ain't no time to stop. Yeah, cause we having fun. Ain't no holding our tongue. Go get us on the team. Yeah, we getting it done. It's our mission. Then we said he politicking. You ain't about to change mind your business. She about to change y'all. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone.